I swear, it seems like ever since the coronavirus hit, I've been on masturbation overdrive. I don't know if it's because there's like nothing else to do or if I'm subliminally like trying to enjoy myself before the world ends, but I thought to myself the other day after like the third time in a row and like two and a half hours of my day wasted, does masturbation count as self-care? Everyone these days is all like, be safe, take care of yourself. So I thought to myself, does touching myself qualify as taking care of myself? Ever since I was young, to me, masturbation has always been a natural and necessary part of being human, but apparently not everyone feels the same way necessarily. On this week's podcast episode, I'm going to go into some statistics on who masturbates and who does it and how often those of us who do do it alone. And I'll make the argument for why you should actually masturbate more. And I'll provide some creative suggestions for getting the most out of your solo time. You're listening to the Garden in the Desert podcast. My name is Jalen, and now we're going to get really, really, really real about masturbation. So when, where, why, and how do people masturbate? First off, let's be honest. Everybody masturbates, but not everybody likes to admit it. According to a study conducted by Tenga, a sex toy company, 84% of all Americans between the ages of 18 and 74 have tried masturbating. That includes both genders. Oh my god, sorry, my cat is like, stop, stop being destructive. This is not the time. We're talking about masturbating. This is this is extremely important. I wonder if cats masturbate. I think they do. I think they like lick down. We know, listen, we know dogs do. Lord Jesus, dogs be masturbating like with no shame. Uh, But anyway, so yeah, 84% of all Americans between ages of 18 and 74 have tried masturbating, and that includes both genders or all genders, I should say. Sex researchers estimate that at any given moment in the U.S., 800,000 people are masturbating. That's more than the whole population of Alaska. The same Tenga survey found that 92% of men admitted to having tried masturbating and 76% of women have admitted to it as well. Millennials masturbate slightly more than any other generation with 87% of us admitting that we masturbate. Of that 87%, 52% say they masturbate weekly with an average of about 5.3 times per week. 29% of us say that we masturbate only a few times per month, and 7% admit to masturbating a few times per year, while 12% of us admit to masturbating rarely, if at all. There aren't too many studies to pull data from because people still don't like talking about it because it's still pretty taboo to talk about. But the trends are actually changing. So May is National Masturbation Month. So we got ourselves about two weeks to get ourselves primed and ready for this masturbation marathon. And if we're still on like quarantine or Um, stay-at-home orders, and I expect people to be taking full advantage of Masturbation Month. A different sex toy study, um, a different sex toy company did a study as well. This company is called 
Vibe, and We Vibe did a masturbation report that surveyed 600 men and women. They found that 69% of people had talked about masturbating with their friends, 32 of that 69% said they talk about it a lot, um, and 63% said only a few times. So overall, it's becoming a little bit more common to see people sharing their masturbation experiences because we have more TV and film references that talk about it or depict different characters masturbating. When do people start masturbating though? So that same study found that 45% of people start masturbating between the ages of 13 and 19, but 20% of women don't start until they're in their 20s. It's a well-known fact that young boys are masturbating. It's considered a pretty natural, normal, and unavoidable part of being a young guy. But young girls are not as open about it because our sexuality is much more controlled, and so some of us see it as shameful or inappropriate. I actually had a roommate when I was in college once who admitted that she had never tried it, but she had also never had an orgasm, which... She had a boyfriend of four years at this point. So you already know. I was like, "Mm, my nigga, you is not doing your job. But (laughs) I'm not a judgmental person. So, I mean, I let her and him rock. But I definitely was like, "Mm, okay. Uh, just, Just a shame. Child psychologists actually say that kids start masturbating between the ages of three and five because that's the age when you start to explore the body and learning what feels good. I know that I've seen tons of children with their hands in their pants, and I'm gonna be honest, like I was definitely that kid with her hands in her pants. I'm still that kid with my hands in my pants. Like I still have not gotten over that tendency. I often don't even realize I have my hands in my pants sometimes. Like I just be chilling, like watching a show or doing work, and like my hands just are in my pants. I don't, I don't know. I'll be trying to pay more attention to doing it, but like. <laughs> Whoever I end up with in life is just going to have to probably accept the fact that when we're sitting there on the couch, like my hands just going to be in my pants. Like, I don't know. Um, But boys in particular start searching for pornography around the age of 11 because masturbation becomes like an actual, like masturbation gets a goal around the age of 10. So before 10, you're just masturbating because like it feels good. You don't really know like why you're doing it. But around 10, something switches and you're like, okay, like I'm trying to get this nut basically. Um, So it's super important for parents not to embarrass or like shame their kids when they catch them masturbating because parents do be catching their kids masturbating. I got caught masturbating once, but I like lied about it. So my mom like wouldn't know that's what I was doing, even though I'm pretty sure she probably knew that's what I was doing. I just like, I wasn't ready to have that conversation at that time. So if you catch your kid masturbating, like stay calm, address it normally, teach them to do it in a private place. If you catch them doing it somewhere like semi-public, like the living room or something like that. Um, so why do we masturbate? So the same We Vibe survey found that 38% of people masturbate to reduce stress and anxiety, 26% masturbate out of boredom, and 87% masturbate because they feel horny. I've personally fallen into all three of those categories, especially when I'm feeling super lazy when I first wake up. Like that's my that's my little guilty moment. Like, I don't know, I just be waking up and I'm not, I'm not, how do you say the word? Like, I'm not an early riser. Like, I don't like to get up early. I don't really like to get up. I love being in the bed. So, like, sometimes when I'm just not trying to get up, I'll be like, mm, let me just touch myself. Like, and it just takes away the pain of, like, that inevitable knowledge that I have to get up in a few minutes. 
78% of surveyed people said they felt satisfied after masturbating, and 59% said they felt less stress. Many, many, many studies have been done about the benefits of masturbating, and so some of the benefits include less stress and anxiety, higher self-esteem, better body image, a more active sex life. In some cases, it's actually better or more accessible or more feasible to masturbate than to have actual sex because there's less prep prep work you don't have to like find somebody who's like down to get it on with you you can take care of a deed on your own um also they found that men who masturbate have lower risk of getting prostate cancer and women have less cervical infections when they masturbate regularly so that's two things to keep in mind about your overall health Clearly, masturbation in any way is a great idea, and 50% of Americans actually have a masturbation routine. It's pretty obvious how men (laughs) masturbate, like, no offense, y'all, but y'all are pretty simple, like, y'all are yanking it and lubing it, and y'all tend to be slightly less creative, but women actually are more interesting when we masturbate. So 55% of women admit to using a vibrator, and 4 out of 10 women actually prefer masturbating to actual sex, like... Que lastima. That's that's crazy. Like, <laughs> I do enjoy masturbating, but I still prefer like to do it with a real person. So I don't know. I'm gonna just say I must be like fortunate, and I'm gonna count my blessings that I'm not falling into that four out of ten category. But if you do fall into that four out of ten category, like y'all need to tell y'all partners to step it up. Um, three in four women are just as likely to masturbate while in a relationship than just like when they're single. So basically like 75% of us, like we will masturbate single or in a relationship. It doesn't matter. Like we just still like to do it. Um, I don't know if that means that we're not sexually satisfied by our partners or not, but either way, I do think it's a good thing because solo time is definitely important, especially for women so that you can figure out like what you like in the bedroom. Another study conducted by Arizona State University researchers found that most women actually assume wrong about other women. Most women assume that other women self-penetrate with toys or their fingers, but actually the majority of us only masturbate by stimulating the clitoris. That's also definitely me. Like I've never really liked putting my fingers in myself. I actually know a lot of girls who do like putting their fingers or sex toys in themselves. It's just for me like... The fingers is something about like putting it inside myself and like the knowing that like it's in like feeling inside myself. I don't know. It just takes away from like, I don't know. It's weird. It's like I don't feel as turned on by like feeling the inside of myself. Like I love when my partner does it though. Like don't get me wrong. Like honestly, even if your finger game is not that good, if you put your fingers inside of me, like I like, like I'm instantly like, "Mm -hmm, yep, this is, this is, this is the route we're going. But some women do like to use toys as well. I personally have never really liked toys. I don't know. I just, I feel like when I masturbate, I just want to like do it with my clit. And then when I have sex with a guy, I want him to really like take control of all of that. But everybody's different. But the study basically found that a lot of women assume that we are penetrating ourselves when most of us are not. We're just kind of doing the clit play thing, which is more than enough, believe me. Sadly, though, about 70% of women can't orgasm from penetration alone, which would also explain why a lot of us masturbate just with our fingers. Um, You just, you have to play with the clit. Like, it's kind of like a standard. If you're not playing with the clit, like, you're not doing it right. I'm going to be honest. Um, Vaginal orgasms and clitoral orgasms are different. So vaginal orgasms involve an entire body feeling and a much bigger release. Um, And they also have a shorter refractory period. 
Um, so like basically a refractory period is like you could go again faster. A clitoral orgasm is going to have more of like a tingly sensation, but you're going to be sensitive for longer afterwards, which means you have a longer period before you can go again. So I like both. Um, and I feel like my ability to come through penetration is something that I worked on. Like, I don't feel like that was something that just like happened to me naturally. I feel like I learned and trained, um, like my muscles down there to expand and contract around the dick, basically, um, which increases the likelihood of me orgasming because it creates a different sensation. I feel it. Yeah, I mean, I do it all the time. I'm not going to lie. Um, I think it's called kegeling. Like, I think that's what kegeling is. And I feel like people be like, oh, like, girls should kegel to keep their pussy tight. But I feel like you should kegel so you could come. Like... I even once had a guy tell me that I was like the devil for doing that to him. And honestly, like I might be the devil, but hey, at least I came because when I tell you I don't got time not to be coming from sex, like I don't got time. Lastly, where are we masturbating? And the answer, honestly, y'all, is we're masturbating everywhere. So while the bedroom does remain the most popular spot, 92% of surveyed people said they masturbate in chairs, 71.5% say they masturbate in the bathtub or the shower, 20% say they masturbate in their cars, and 39% of people said they masturbate at work. I low-key feel like the car and work numbers are way higher, but people don't be wanting to admit that they're doing it in like public places, but I know, I know y'all are. You ain't fooling nobody. A wellness company called Univia studied the relationship between masturbation and work, and they found that people who masturbate once a week at least were more likely to excel in the workplace. They're more likely to be employed, they're more likely to hold management positions, and they're more likely to earn higher salaries, and they're actually 8% more likely to ask for a raise. They can explain that connection basically between the regular masturbation and self-confidence. So the more you masturbate, the more confident you're going to be. So it's another reason why you should do it. So there you have it, guys. Those are just some basic facts about masturbation. In the next section, I'm going to share my ideas for taking your masturbation game to a higher level because you should be getting the most out of the time that you spend with yourself. Muchísimas gracias para siguiendo mi podcast y escuchando este episodio sobre masturbación. Si tú te gusta masturbación y el sexo solo como yo, deja un comentario en mi SoundCloud o mándame un email y dime tu lugar favorita para hacerlo. Thank you for following my podcast and listening to this episode on masturbation. If you like to masturbate like me, leave me a comment on SoundCloud or send me an email and tell me your favorite place to do it. So how can you get the most out of your masturbation sessions? I'm going to break down three tips to spice up your solo sex life since a lot of us single folks ain't going to be getting none right now. Anyways, thanks, Corona. I actually came up with a handy little acronym so that you can remember my three tips, and it's L-I-P or LIP. So tip number one is location, location, location. To piggyback on where we are masturbating, the point that I mentioned earlier, you really want to switch up your location. Like the bedroom is cool, but sometimes you do need to get out and about. There is an element of eroticism when you do sexual acts in semi 
and my public places. Now, before y'all get it fucked up, I'm not saying do it right next to another person. That's sexual harassment, guys. Um, But I highly recommend you try semi-private, semi-public places like the car, the park, or even at your job. Places where you can have some degree of privacy, but still, you know, like, get it done. Obviously, you guys want to, you know, if you're a guy, you might want to bring a towel or a shirt with you to clean yourself up afterwards, but getting outside and releasing yourself is so refreshing, and I swear on God, like, I used to have the best orgasms when I had this super, super boring job, and I would sneak down to the parking garage on my lunch break and literally get it done in my two-door Honda Civic. Like those lunchtime sessions used to be so good and literally no one ever knew. Like I used to get through my super boring day and nobody was the wiser like what I was doing down there for like 40 minutes of my hour-long lunch break. The craziest place I've ever masturbated, honestly I'm not gonna lie, it was in church And I swear, I once sat up against the wall, basically, right? Like, I used to go to this kind of small church, but, like, it wasn't too small. And I would sit up against the wall, and I would put, like, one of those church shawls, like, over my legs. And I swear, like, nobody ever knew, but those those church orgasms were the best. Like, obviously, if you're a guy, I mean, it would be a little bit harder to get away with that because you have to like whip it out and I definitely don't recommend you whip it out in church like oh lord um but just like being more creative about where you masturbate I think can take your masturbation game up like a level um Sometimes the element of risk heightens the orgasm so location 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 you guys um like I said it could be hard if you're a guy to just whip it out any old wear, but I mean, the pool could be a good option. The beach could be a good option if no one's around. Like basically anywhere you would have sex in public, you could masturbate in public. Just don't get caught. If you get caught, it might be kind of awkward, but I have faith in y'all. I know y'all are a lot more ingenious than that. Like I, I feel like y'all can pull it off. Tip number two of LIP, speaking of being creative, is using your imagination more. So a lot of us are way too dependent on pornography to reach an orgasm. And don't get me wrong. I know that pornography is a useful tool. I'm not saying that I don't watch it because I do. I'll be a bold-faced lie if I told you I didn't watch it. But I feel like pornography causes a lot of instant gratification. And when it comes to your sex life, whether that's with another person or with yourself, like instant gratification is so bad because porn basically releases dopamine which is your pleasure reaction in your brain and when you watch too much porn like if you eat too much candy or too much sweets like it's going to cause your dopamine to deplete so you're not going to be as satisfied after doing it it's going to make you desensitize and it makes sex either by yourself or with your partner less enjoyable and like these are facts like they've studied that people who watch a lot of porn have less satisfying sexual lives in the real life Women are, of course, less likely than men to use porn when masturbating, which may explain why there's such a disconnect lately between, like, men and women when it comes to sex right now. Because a lot of the stuff that's depicted in porn, like, I'm sorry, y'all, but real women don't actually like it. Like, I meet a lot of guys I have met a lot of guys in my life in like casual interactions, you know, not people maybe I know too well, but they will be so proud to say things like, oh yeah, like I learned everything I know about sex from porn. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't know what to do. So I watched porn and like now I'm good at sex. And like I always raise a slight 
eyebrow at that because I nine out of 10 times can guarantee you that if that's how you learn how to have sex, your sex game is probably not that great. And your girlfriend's probably falling into that four out of 10 category of women who would rather masturbate than have sex with you. And while I'm not saying that you can't learn some valuable things from porn, you have to remember that the women in porn are acting. So like, yes, some things you can take from it, like, you know, maybe like your stroke technique or things like that may might not be so bad to, to mimic or whatever, but like a lot of that is not what women actually like. And you have to understand that like, these girls are getting paid, literally getting paid to show pleasure. Like that's your job. It's like, think about it. It's like when you're at Starbucks, right? And the baristas be hella nice. Like sometimes they be nice because they want to be nice, but sometimes they're being nice because they got to be nice to you. Like they're at work. Like if you catch a Starbucks barista outside of work and you're like, yo, make me a vente, frappe, whatever, whatever. Like, do you really think they're going to be nice to you? Like hell no. Right. So it's the same thing with these actresses in porn and in real life, like bitches not getting paid to fuck you so just keep that in mind when you're watching porn and using that as like a guide for your sexual prowess I feel like the best teacher when it comes to the bedroom is your own experience and I've learned more from a few consistent partners than I could have ever learned from porn in fact I feel like some of the stuff that I watched in porn that I later mimicked like in my sex life was not not really what guys like either like sometimes these girls we just like moaning and moaning and moaning it's like bitch shut up like (laughs) we can tell you're faking you know so just when you watch porn like just remember it's over the top it's acting like it's not necessarily in alignment with what you want to emulate when you're actually in the bedroom with somebody you actually are trying to have banging ass sex with. So I encourage like men and women, all of us, everybody who was born in like the porn generation to like turn off the porn and start using our imaginations a lot more. I know that men are visual creatures, highly, highly visual creatures, honestly, highly visual to your detriment sometimes. So it sounds probably impossible for a lot of you guys, but really do understand that too much visual stimulation is ultimately to your detriment. And if you really want to improve the boundaries of your imagination, you might be surprised at like the quality of your sex life. Like you might end up masturbating less and enjoying real sex a lot more, which I think is ultimately the goal. Like, would you rather have better sex in real life or like watch better porn? Like, mm, I'm gonna pick real life. That's, but maybe that's just me. I feel like before the internet as well and before porn on the internet, people had better sex more often because like sex in general was less acceptable. Like I said, I have nothing against porn. Like I know Pornhub was doing free premium not too long ago. They might still be doing it. And I swear, I almost clicked. Like I almost clicked. They caught me in a moment of weakness. I almost clicked on the free premium. But You really have to think about like moderation and try to use your imagination more. Like they've done studies that show that people do tend to uh, masturbate to the thought of people that they know or maybe people they would like to know better. And I think that's really, really healthy because it helps to build sexual tension, which is ultimately what we're going for. So we got the L, we got the I, now onto the P, which also has to do with building sexual tension. And y'all gonna clown me for this one because I'm gonna expose my age a little bit, but... There was a time in life before FaceTime and before video chat where the phone was all that we had. And phone sex used to be lit. Like, I don't 
<laughs> maybe I don't know if y'all was doing it, but phone sex was lit. Like my ex girlfriend and I, when I was in high school, like literally every night, even though we saw, keep in mind, we saw each other every day at school. We spent like every non classroom moment together. We were always together, but like we would still talk on the phone every night, and we would have bomb ass phone sex like I would be super wet I mean I'm pretty sure she was super wet like I feel like if I got her to come on here and talk about it she would be like she enjoyed it too like it was just popping like yeah we were like it's something about not being physically there with somebody and not being able to see the other person that just adds an extra layer of sexual tension and y'all kids y'all don't know nothing about this phone sex like y'all might be having FaceTime sex and that's cool but it's something like I said about that extra layer of mystery and like nowadays I feel like niggas be like oh let me see that ass and it's kind of just like okay I mean I don't know I feel like if you're not down to do that too then guys have an easy option of just like getting on Instagram or getting on Pornhub to see the ass and it's kind of like that's just so detrimental to our real life relationships I don't think that a lot of people are really aware of how bad it really is and it just removes like I said the mystery of the relationship and romantic relationships you guys they need mystery like society in general needs mystery but like your romantic relationship with your partner needs it even more because you're already probably seeing that person 24 7 and then you're seeing that person on facetime like you're gonna get bored human beings are incredibly adaptable we adapt to situations and get accustomed to situations so quick so it's so important that you kind of set boundaries and limits with yourself so that you can maintain happiness because you will get bored if you see this person all the time and you like on FaceTime with them all the time like you didn't get bored even if you don't realize that you're getting bored like you might still enjoy like the FaceTime conversations but I promise you you will see another joint that you like and that joint will be exciting to you because you're you've already kind of experienced and you're overstimulated by your partner in real life and you really want to protect yourself from overstimulation overstimulation if you want your sex life in your romantic relationship to work if you try having phone sex, it's going to force you to use your imagination more and it's going to create increased sexual tension. And it's going to also make you use your words and be more descriptive. And it's just a nice change or a nice break from the overexposed culture that we live in now. Like, I feel like the number one complaint I get from women is that, oh, like guys aren't serious anymore. Like men aren't serious about dating. And the number one complaint I hear from men is that women are just not interesting, that we're boring. And the reality is, is that both parties are giving up way too much, way too fast. Like you have to try to sustain the relationship over time and to sustain relationship over time, you got to play some mental games, like whether it's role playing or whatever, like you spending time apart, like you have to give the other person some time to miss you. And like, if you just flashing your pussy every night for him, or you just like seeing her every night, like it's just the novelty is going to wear off and something new is going to come along. That's going to seem so much more exciting and so you're never going to be able to stay in like a long-term relationship which deep down is what I think most people want like human beings at the same time want consistency so it's like you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot and ruining your own consistency because you're just doing too much too fast like take it slow so that you can stay satisfied and not get dissatisfied real quick and so I challenge y'all to go back to 1999, back when all we had was the phone, and have a little bit of phone sex tonight, and let me know how it goes. Let me know if it's helping you. Let me know if it changes kind of like how you 
feel. Let me know if you have a better orgasm life. Let me know. I genuinely want to know like how people's sex lives are going because I feel like sex is so important to human happiness and like human health. So just to recap, L is for location, get out the house and go somewhere different. Imagination is for turning off that porn and thinking with your mind and fantasize, going back to actual fantasies. And then P is for phone sex. Like, pick up the phone. Don't pick up the FaceTime. Like, just see if you guys can get each other off from just your voices. And this concludes my episode on masturbation. If you enjoyed this episode and want to listen to older episodes of my podcast, you can check me out on Apple, Spotify, and SoundCloud. I post new episodes every Tuesday night. And if there's some specific topics you want to discuss, if they're about sex, I love talking about sex, you can send me an email or hit me up on social media and just let me know. Te veo la próxima semana. Era un placer como siempre. Paz y amor. See you next week. Jalen out.